Welcome to Journey Church Podcast. It's great to have you with us. Here at Journey, we believe that Jesus should be accessible to anyone. So whether you're at home, work, or somewhere in between, you can have access to the weekend's worship experience. If you want to further connect with us, you can find us online at journeyorl.com or any social media platform using at journeyorl. We hope you enjoy the message. I want to read to you from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse uh, 2 through 3. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Normally, it takes only 11 days to travel from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, going by the way of Mount Seir. But 40 years after the Israelites left Egypt, on the first day of the 11th month, Moses addressed the people. If you're not familiar with the story, uh, the Israelites were leaving Egypt. They were leaving slavery. They were going to be free. And God had told them that they were going to be free. And on their way out, they do some things. They lack some faith. An 11-day trip was supposed to take 11 days, ended up taking 40 years. In chapter 2, Moses is speaking the same story, but from the first person. He summarizes it, but here's what changes. At the end of this verse, you're going to hear the moment when it all shifted. 40 years of wandering, 40 years of not receiving the thing that God promised he would give you, 40 years of walking around things, and 40 years of hoping, and 40 years of believing, and 40 years of fighting, and 40 years of wrestling, and 40 years of struggling. Look how it all turns in a moment. I'm snapping my fingers a lot today. I don't know why. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 1 through 3. I might as well commit. (laughs) Then we turned around and headed back across the wilderness toward the Red Sea, just as the Lord had instructed me. And we wandered around the region of Mount Seir for a long time. That's an understatement, Moses. It was 40 years. That's a really long time. Verse 2, how about this? Then, say these two words with me. At last, come on, at last my joy came. At last the answer came. At last my freedom came. At last I found peace. At last I found hope. At last I found strength. At last I found life. With God, life could be going one way every day. And at last, I just feel like somebody's going to have a testimony today and it's going to be an at last testimony. And at last, at last. Verse 3, the Lord said, you have been wandering around this hill country long enough. Time to turn to the north. Here's the title of my message in the seven minutes I have left. Time to turn. Time to turn. Look at your neighbor and tell them, time to turn. Time to turn, time to turn, time to turn. Have you ever tried to do something that was supposed to take 11 days, but instead it took 40 years? Anybody, 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 anybody? No, I didn't think so. Uh, So let me rephrase the question. Maybe you'll be able to relate better. Have you ever looked at an area of your life and thought you'd be further along in that area than you are right now? Maybe at your finances and you'd be like, I've been saving and I've been putting away and compound interest. I thought it would go faster than this. And and you're not as far ahead in your savings as you thought you'd be or paying down your debt. Uh, Maybe you thought you'd be further along in your career. You've been serving as an intern for years and you're supposed to be moving your way up the chain and and now it's not there. Maybe you're supposed to graduate college in four and we're on on year six now. Hello, somebody. And uh, you just thought you'd have your degree by now. Um, Or maybe you're still, you know, in a relationship status or, or there's an issue in your marriage or you're still single and, you know, you've been going all the Joyce Myers conferences. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't missed one Love, Sex, and Marry sermon series from Journey. You've been reading the books. You've been praying. You've been going to the gym and doing that beach body life and all that stuff. But hey, but your relationship status hasn't changed. Now you're pushing 30s. Now you're pushing 40. Now you're looking at 50 and you're thinking, man, I thought I would be further along in this by now. 
I want you to know that the people of Israel, they can really relate with you. The Bible says that they were wandering around Mount Seir for 40 years. That is not a metaphor, y'all. They were wandering around Mount Seir, walking circles around the same mountain every day of their life. Just felt like God told me to talk to somebody who's in their middle age right now, and you've been walking circles around the same struggle you had when you were 17. Still looking at it. Every day you wake up, just got the same struggle. I'm talking to a teenager right now who just freaked out because they found out it was possible to be walking around the same issue 10, 20 years from now that they are right now. Oh, it's possible. It's possible. I'm talking to a parent who's been walking around their son or daughter for years, fasting, praying. You've taken them to therapy. You've given them the medication. You've prayed for them. You've fasted for them. But your son and your daughter are still living life that you know is not good for them. And it just feels like you're, you're walking circles around them. I want to tell you that if, if anybody knows what you feel like today, it's the people of Israel. But I want to let you know something else too. Even in the wandering, God was there. Even in the wandering, God was there. God is really great at making clear your next step. He'll always tell you where to go, even when you don't know where to go. Here's God. He's so good. God is so good, he will make clear your next step, even when your next step's not clear. Yeah. Yeah. Let me explain that. Because some of y'all are cheering because it sounds good, but you're like, I don't really know what it means. But, but I like how he played with the wordplay. I appreciate the wordplay. Let me explain to you what I mean. The Bible says that there was a cloud of smoke and fire that went ahead of the Israelites everywhere that they went. The only time we see in the Bible that the cloud goes away is right when they go into the promised land, which tells me that there's no reason to not believe that this cloud was ahead of Israel the whole time. And whenever the cloud would move, the people would move. How many uh, people would love something like that in your life, you know? Like you're wondering if he's Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, and you're like, just send a cloud, you know? Just hover over the right person right now. That'd be awesome. The job offer that I'm supposed to take, just hover over that job offer right now. You know, if the city that I'm supposed to move to, just send a, there's a storm in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's where God's sending me to. You know, I mean, it was that clear. But here's the thing. When they were wandering around the mountain, you ever figured why somebody would wander around a mountain for 40 years? Because the cloud was telling them to. They were just moving and moving and following the cloud. And here's, for 40 years, God made clear the next step. What wasn't clear was why they were taking it. To wake up every day for 40 years to take one more step and not get any closer to your destiny. You understand how frustrating that is? I'm doing what you told me to do. I see the struggle in my life is not knowing what to do. The struggle in my life is trying to figure out if what I'm doing is working. I'm taking steps that God's making clear, but the steps that I'm taking aren't really changing my environment. And I'm wondering, am I just walking around a mountain here? Because I don't see anything change. Like, I know that I'm supposed to preach and, and, and prepare for preaching and pray for the preaching and, and study for the preaching. But I just wonder sometimes, kind of be honest as your pastor, if preaching is even working. Because I'll preach a message and one person will hit me up on Instagram and tell me, oh, man, thank you for that word. You know, God restored my marriage through that word. And I'll, get, and I'll get another message from somebody who got upset by something I said and left the church. And I'm just wondering if it's working. Some people here, you've been doing the right thing for years, but the people at your work who've been doing the wrong thing, the jerks, the one who've been mean, the one who've been sneaky, the one who've been cheating, they're advancing in society faster than you are. And you're just looking at the Lord like, hey, is this even working? I know you're telling me to take steps. I know you're telling me to pray. I know you're telling me to read my word and I'm doing everything you said. You made it really clear. Love my neighbor, give tithe, give offerings, get baptized. I'm just wondering, is any of this taking me anywhere? Because I see the same mountain in my life. You know what's even more amazing than walking around the mountain for 40 years? Not leaving. Can we, can we talk about that miracle for a second? They walked around the same mountain for 40 years and nobody thought to themselves, we should probably go find another God. This one, his GPS is clearly. 
He's on Waze. We need to get on Google Maps. See, son, this isn't working. We need to switch it up. We need to switch it up. But you know what? They never left. And you know why I didn't leave? Because there was a time in their history where God gave them a direction they didn't understand. And they followed and they saw his faithfulness, faithfulness through it. Exodus chapter 14, verse 1 through 2. God spoke to Moses, tell the Israelites to turn around and make camp at Pi Hiharoth. This is a problem. They were leaving Egypt. They were about to go into the wilderness, which was the border of the promised land. And there was nothing standing before them. And right before they were about to step into the thing that God asked them to step into, God says, wait, turn around. He sends them back the way they came in front of the Red Sea. And all the while they're thinking, God, you're crazy. We were right there. We were almost out of bondage. Why would you stop us? And here's what God says. At the end, verse 3 through 4, Pharaoh will think the Israelites are lost. They're confused. The wilderness has closed in on them. Then I'll make Pharaoh's heart stubborn again and he'll chase after them. Why, God? Why? Why would you do that? Next verse. And I'll use Pharaoh and his army to put my glory on display. You see, God knew if I just let them go, they're never going to. See, God's not in the delivery business. If he was, he would try to deliver you as quickly as possible. He's in the discovery business. And so instead of trying to give you what you're asking for, he tries to show you who he is. Because in every season of your life, what you really need is God. His name. When Moses asked them, what is your name? So that I can tell them, because they don't know you. He said, my name is Yahweh. It means I am. And he never finished the sentence because he wanted it to be blank for whatever you would need in every season of your life. And he says, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you go the long way. Oh, come on. I need somebody to give God praise who went the long way in life. Who maybe went the long way through some decisions. Maybe went the long way into their marriage. Maybe went the long way, but it was going the long way that revealed God and his glory and his goodness and his peace and his patience and his power over your life. If I had taken the shortcut, I'd have had what I had, but I would have needed something different in the next season of my life. But because God sent me the long way, I got to meet the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And now the next time I get confused and the next time I get distracted, I'm not going to worry because I know God. I know God. I know God. I know God. The first step on your journey is always God revealing himself to you. I know him. And so they stood between the, 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 the Egyptians and God stood on this side. And God says, I want you to go through the water. It's a picture of salvation. It's a picture of baptism. God says, I want you to go through the Red Sea. And you got to picture this really quickly because they're in the middle. I love preaching about the middle. It's the first sermon we ever preached at Journey Church about being in the middle. They're in the wilderness. The sea is to their backs. And the Egyptians are coming to their front. The Egyptians are running. And in the Bible even tells us one of the Israelites has an idea. He goes, hey, if we go back to Egypt, they'll take us. Because they were their slave labor. So if they surrendered, Pharaoh would have took them back. They went with chariots in case the Israelites wanted to fight. But if they'd have surrendered, they'd have took them back. And I just want to summarize the, the choice for you today. Because the Israelites were in the middle and they had two options. Either go back the way I came, become slaves one again, once again, die in the wilderness. There's some people living your life in the wilderness. You're kind of out of bondage, but you never really stepped into what God has for you. You're kind of in the middle here today. You know you don't want to be where you are, but you're not sure if you're ready to commit to where God has you and wants you. And you're here, and I want to tell you the wilderness is where you die. I'd rather just go back to your old life. At least you'll have fun. Staying in the middle, I'm serious. Staying in the middle is the worst part. Because in the middle, you're here in church, but, but, but you're living your life and, and you're just suffering yourself. Either go back or go forward, but please don't stay in the middle. And the Bible says that God tells them, and I'm going fast, but the Bible, God says, tell the Israelites to move. And they move. And the Red Sea splits, and they come in the water, and they come out the water. And when they come out the water, they know a God that they didn't know before they went in. But the Israelites had one job. 
God did the defeating. God did the splitting. God did the miracle. But the Israelites had to do the moving. They had one job. Listen to what their one job was. Because they were looking at Pharaoh when Moses spoke. They had one job if they were going to step into everything God had for them. Here's what I've learned. God will fight your battles. All you got to do is turn. This is what the Bible calls repentance. It literally means in the Greek to turn, to turn from your old life into your new life. And you know what? They didn't know what was on the other side of that water. God had made the step very clear. He just didn't make clear what would happen if they went in. But you know what they said? Anything's better than where I came from. I don't know what lies ahead of me, but I will not go back to who I was. I don't know what lies ahead of me, but for sure I'm not gonna stay here. I don't know what lies ahead of me, but if you lie ahead of me, I'll go. I'll go wherever you go. I don't know what lies ahead of me, but who I was, I'll leave it behind. The addiction, the depression, the fear, the anxiety. I'ma turn today, I'ma go in. Wherever you go, I'll go, God. Wherever your cloud moves, I'll follow. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. I don't have no guarantee, but I'm going. I got no guarantee, but I'm turning. I got no guarantee, but I'm moving forward. I got no guarantee, but I can't stay here. I can't stay here. I can't stay here. And I for sure ain't going back. And I for sure ain't going back. Would you stand on your feet as we close today? All over this room, if you want to turn today, Turn from what? From your old life. I don't care if you're getting baptized or not. On the count of three, you want to turn from your old life. You don't know what lies ahead of you. All you know is what's next. What's next? What's next? If that's you, when I say three, I want you to raise your right hand in the sky. Every head but every eye closed. All over this building, you want to turn today. All over this building. We got to go quick. One, two. Come on, that's you. Don't hold it. One, two, three. Right now, all over this building, you need to turn. You need to turn. You need to turn. You need to turn. Come on, I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. Put that hand down. Church, let's pray this prayer together. Father God, today I turn. It's time to turn. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know what you're asking me to do. What's next is I give you my life. Jesus, I give you my life. Forgive me for my sins. I want to start new today. Amen and amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged by this message. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. If you would like to share your testimony or if you have any prayer requests, please email us amen at journeyorl.com where we'll have a team of people ready to celebrate with you and pray with you. Also, if you would like to help support the ministry of Journey Church in a financial way, you can do so by visiting journeyorl.com and choosing the giving option. Or text journeyorl to 77977. We hope you'll join us again soon. Have a great week.